Welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host, Cody Mori. And, well, we're starting off 2021 with a literally a bang. Um, and uh, it's, it's, again, uh, tough to watch. And we're, we're, we're only in day seven of this year, and it looks like it's going to be a doozy. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a year we've never seen before. We had a lot of walls uh, that were torn down. Stresses are high, and lines were crossed in 2020. And we are clearly seeing um, the bearing of fruit of that in 2021. If some of my speculations have been incorrect, one of them uh, for sure has been correct and and we we're seeing that now with uh what happened with the election process uh just this yesterday and early morning of of uh of this morning is that the pendulum was cranked back to the far left and now violence is beginning to be answered with violence now whether or not it is um you know, decoy Antifa members that cause the violence. And of course, the violence I'm referring to is uh, what happened on the march on the U.S. Capitol today um, and yesterday by Trump supporters and the death of a woman named Ashley Babbitt. Um, not sure her situation, uh, who she was, but she was shot in the neck by police. Sad story. Uh, 14 years in the Air Force. Uh, probably a diehard, <clears throat> excuse me, probably a diehard patriot. And um, it's just, it's, it's sad. It really is sad to see uh, the things going on in the United States today. So now we see the very weak, um, uh, resistance to the election process. Pence didn't do anything about it. Of course, we could have told you that he was Jes he's Jesuit trained. Um, he allowed it to go through. But now, what also is interesting is that President Trump, uh, after the election was certified, promises an orderly transition. This is, uh, this is from the Epoch Times. Trump promises orderly transition after Biden certified as president-elect by Zachary Stiber, January 7th, 2021. In my opinion, it just shows that uh, Trump has been playing along the whole time. He has a role to play in all of this. And one of our viewers on... YouTube uh, left a comment last week on the recapping of 2020, and, and in that comment, he basically said, what's going on here is that they're trying to get the, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, I'm not saying it the same way, but what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the Protestant right to unite with the Catholic right to overcome the Marxist left which we've seen, I mean, the, the Democratic Party is not the same party that we saw even 10 years ago, uh, even maybe even five years ago. 
Um, that's debatable, but at least they're much more out in the open with their Marxist agenda. And we're seeing people uh, who are upset about it. They're, they've been pushed around for a long time in 2020, and now we're seeing the backlash. And I, folks, we're seeing prophecy come alive right before our very eyes. So before, before we go into just all the interesting things and the Jesuits, um, I have an article here from the Jesuit uh, or American Magazine, the Jesuit Review on <laughs> all the people that are Jesuit trained and they were on, on senators and they were on both sides of the Trump question, Jesuit trained individuals who were both the resistance uh, to the to the Biden election certification and also the promoters of the Biden election certification. So you see the Jesuits on both sides. We're going to look into that. But I found this to be a very uh, wonderful blessing when I read, and this is from the book This Day with God. Uh, it's a devotional book. And what they've done is on every day of the year, they have another section you can read. And what's interesting about this book, This Day with God, is that each source that they take, they take it from the exact day. So it, it was written on, the one I want to read to you is January 1st. It was actually written on January 1st in 1887 from Letter 31 to Martha Bordeaux, wife of an early minister in Europe, D.T. Bordeaux. And it starts off with a verse from the Bible, from Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3 and 4, which is a beautiful, beautiful promise that we should be keeping in mind right now. And it is this, it's, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Praise the Lord, folks. Praise the Lord. We can have perfect peace anytime if we just keep our minds stayed on the Lord. And I know that's hard sometimes because we see the things going on. And I've entitled this one, America is Fallen. Uh, but America has actually been fallen for a long time. We just seem to be on borrowed time. Um, and what I mean by America is fallen is now that we've seen the really the violence on the left and the right, it, it looks like we've entered into a point of no return. It, the, the, the final decision between the left and right question appears to be uh, one that's only going to be answered with violence and not any sort of compromise or middle-of-the-ground, uh, peaceful whatever. And I totally understand how that's possible, but the fact of the matter is, that's what they want. Now, this is uh, for January 1st. I want to read you from uh, Ellen White here, This Day with God. It says, I wish you a happy new year. Let us put away everything like distrust and want of faith in Jesus forever. Let us commence a life of simple childlike trust, not relying upon feeling, but upon faith. Do not dishonor Jesus by doubting his precious promises. He wants us to believe in him with unwavering faith. There is a class who say, I believe, I believe, and claim all the promises which are given on condition of obedience. 
While they claim everything in the promises of God, they do not the works of Christ. God is not honored by any such faith. It is a spurious faith. Then we see a people trying to keep all of God's commandments, but there are many of these who do not come up to their exalted privileges and claim nothing. God's promises are to those who keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. I have to fight the good fight of faith every day. I have to put to the stretch of the powers of faith and not rely upon feeling and act as though I knew the Lord heard me and would answer me and bless me. Faith is not a happy flight of feeling. It is simply taking God at his word and believing because God said he would do this. I hope you will not become in any way discouraged. God wants you to feel free. He wants you to be believing, to be trustful, and just cease to doubt and believe. May God help you. A new year has opened upon us. Let it be a happy new year. Nestle in the sheltered arms of Jesus and do not wrestle yourself out of his arms. Just believe and praise God and go forward. We are almost home. The Lord is coming. Look up and rejoice, for your redemption draweth nigh. I see in Jesus a compassionate, loving Redeemer, one who can save to the uttermost all who come unto him. Bear your whole weight on the promises of God. Believe it is your privilege to believe. Praise the Lord. So, folks, in the midst of all that's going on, hopefully some of you folks that have seen what's going on and perhaps you're sad and upset, you're fearful. Um, I know I was definitely fearful when I saw some of the things happen, mostly because I was thinking about my son and... I thought that, wow, my son is not going to grow up in the same America that I did. And that's that's a saddening thought. It's a very much darker place to be. Um, but also, in the same instance, that also means that Jesus is almost coming home. Folks, the, these evildoers, these wicked people, once they, once they achieve their goal, their ultimate goal, that's when God's going to intervene and destroy uh, all the works of the devil and take us home so we can we can have solace we can have uh, peace and knowing that and hopefully uh, this is a good thing because uh, for a lot of people America has become some uh, in a way an idol because people have faith in the system and the Constitution there's no doubt in my mind that the Founding Fathers were inspired by God with the ideas that they came up with uh, for the, the checks and balances and, and the things that are written in the Constitution. It's just amazing the foresight of these individuals. However, is our safety in the Constitution, in America? No, it never was. So hopefully, hopefully we will start losing faith start losing faith in men, in institutions, in pieces of paper, uh, which no matter how great they are, um, but lose faith in those things, lose our lives, that way we might gain it, that way we might look to heaven, that way our treasure might not be here on earth, but be in heaven. And keep in mind that the Lord is allowing these things to happen. This is, you know, in the midst of all the stuff that's going on, God is still on his throne. Praise the Lord. He is still 
in control. He is that hand on the wheel within the wheel. So, and I've even heard some people talking about uh, Trump's uh, involvement in all this, and they're starting to see some of the red flags, which uh, I've talked about on the show. And I actually had one individual say, I, I can't believe that I uh, got sucked into the whole Trump thing. And now, now I'm seeing clearly. So praise God that they're, they're seeing things um, the way prophecy sort of outlines it. Um, this is all a circus. This is all a game. Um, the Jesuits are playing both sides. And as we saw that, uh, I also have another he uh, headline here from Epoch Times by Jack Phillips, January 7th. 2021 says U.S. Capitol Police investigating the killing of Ashley Babbitt as the family speaks out. Now, when they stormed the U.S. Capitol, they went into Nancy Pelosi's office. They said, we will not uh, be silenced and things like that, wrote that on her desk and stuff. So it looks like the, the cranking of the pendulum, which I've always thought was an attempt to mobilize the right into violence it looks like that's beginning to bear fruit so be prepared folks be prepared and keep in mind that this is exactly what the bible says would happen if we go to revelation chapter 13 read it right there in verse 11 it says and i beheld another beast coming up out of the earth and this is talking about the united states um, the earth is the opposite of water right Water represents a highly populated area. Earth represents a lowly populated area or scarcely populated, which is what America was at its founding, the new world. It says, he had, and he had two horns like a lamb and he spake as a dragon. So this happens fairly quickly. He has two horns like a lamb. He begins as a Christ-like kingdom. And you can see that so clearly in, in the founding fathers' documents in their writings between each other. And of course, in the Declaration of Independence, that phrase, um, the laws of nature and of nature's God is all encompassing uh, on what their understanding was and what the understanding is of the God of nature and the God of the Bible as our rule for life. That's how this, those are the principles of this country that they were founded upon. But it says, with a comma there, uh, just moving right along, it says, it says, and he spake as a dragon. So it begins to lie. And remember in Matthew chapter 24, the main issue that's going on is deception. To deceive who? Who does the devil want to deceive? Who's the counter-reformation trying to deceive? The Protestants. The Evangelicals. The Seventh-day Adventists. So there's a temptation for us that we need to be very aware of and alert to that we don't get too political, that we don't get sucked into the politics of all of this because this country speaks as a dragon. And I think that's very, very clear. Remember the sin highlighted in Sodom, the last, really the last sin of Sodom in a way uh, was homosexuality. That was the highlighted sin. That was the highlighted sin of their destruction. There was many other things going on there. But that was the one that was highlighted. We've we've been on borrowed time since 2015, folks, with the passing. And um, we've seen how 
slippery of a slope that has become. There's like 90 something genders now. Um, we went from two, for thousands and thousands of years, we had two sexes, male and female. And then after 2015, we've gone up so far that it, it's just, it's ridiculous. And what's interesting about Revelation chapter 13, verse 11, is that it talks about the two horns like a lamb, and then it spake as a dragon. This, this appears to happen very fast. You see, what took Satan about 400, 400 plus years to accomplish in Israel and Judah, uh, depending on when you start the date, you know, it could maybe even a little longer if you go back to Judges. Um, it's only taken him about 200, less than 250 years in America to totally degrade the morality, totally, this has been going on for upwards of 150 years the falling and spiraling of America. And now, folks, we got to remember this whole battle between the king of the north and the king of the south. They're both fighting against us. We have to remember that. And we go to Daniel chapter 11, verses 40 through 41. It says, And at the time of the end shall the king of the south push at him, and the king of the north shall come at come against him like a whirlwind with chariots and with horsemen and with many ships and he shall enter into the countries and he shall overflow and pass over and he shall enter into the glorious land and many countries shall be overthrown and that's uh that's verses 40 through 41 so the king of the south or atheism or communism all those evolution all those uh, encompassing humanism the far left etc they push at the king of the north, or they push at the papacy. Now, we saw that happen in 1798 with General Berthier, but we haven't seen the whirlwind, folks, and we have to define the whirlwind according to the Bible. The whirlwind, a whirlwind is, according to Proverbs chapter 1, verse 27, it says, when your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind when distress and anguish cometh upon you. So there's going to be a reaping of the whirlwind coming for the king of the south, for the communists, for the atheists. So there's a danger for us to get sucked into the battle and seeing the king of the south push and get involved and join forces, folks, with the king of the north, who is the papacy, in the interest of the greater good. It's a deception. We have to be very, very careful. What do we do instead? We focus on temperance in our lives, devotion time with God, getting the message out, uh, being transformed by the renewing of our mind, asking the Holy Spirit to take control, having faith in him, living day by day, not having faith in men or in institutions, but having faith in God. That's what we need to be focusing on right now. And as I said, I wanted to, I wanted to look at America Magazine because in America Magazine, it talks about, which is a, the Jesuit, um, it's called the Jesuit Review. So it's a Jesuit um, news news outlet, essentially. 
And in an article here, it talks about all the different Jesuits involved with the issues surrounding this election. The title of the article is, these 14 senators are all Jesuit educated, but they don't vote or pray alike. This is from Kevin Christopher Robles, Molly Cahill, and Erica Rasmussen, January 5th, 2021. So let's list some of the names here. You have Senator Bob Casey, Democrat from Pennsylvania. The things that happened in Pennsylvania, ridiculous, right? I mean, uh, going on here, we have also Senator Josh Hawley, Republican, Republican from an all-boys Rockhurst High School in Kansas City, Missouri. And he was one of the individuals that was fighting against the certification of the election results. <laughs> so they're on both sides, uh, pretending to be working against each other when in fact, they're working together. You have Senator Richard Durbin, Democrat from Illinois. You also have Senator Maisie K. Hirono, Democrat from Hawaii. The Marxists are from Hawaii, uh, or not from Hawaii, the Marxists are on the Jesuit side and so are the Catholic right and the trying to join forces with the evangelical right. We have Senator John Barrasso, Republican from Wyoming. We have Senator Patrick Leahy, Democrat from Vermont. Senator Edward Markey, Democrat from Massachusetts. You have Senator Robert Menendez, Democrat from New Jersey. Senator Lisa Murkowski, Murkowski sorry, Republican from Arkansas. You have Senator Gary Peters, Democrat from Missouri. You have Senator Dan Sullivan, Republican from Arkansas. You have Senator Chris Van Hollen, Democrat from Maryland. And you think about Cuomo, you think about the, the governors, Cuomo, Gavin Newsom, Anthony Fauci, all Jesuit educated, Donald Trump, Jesuit educated folks, Mike Pence, Jesuit educated, they're everywhere. They're all, they got their fingerprints all over this. They are both uh, trying to push the Marxist agenda and trying to fight against it at the same time. And why? For the greater glory of God, according to their saying. And because the means justify the ends, and they don't care if they kill even Catholics in the process, because it's important that the church be the gainer in the end. So I want you guys to be just to be hesitant be warned this is this is a this is a game that's being played and we should live day by day we should even be careful with the independent news sources take everything with a grain of salt uh, don't trust anything that you can't see with your own eyes take things into consideration but don't i mean as far as mainstream goes i wouldn't trust any of that at all but a lot of people send me stuff from True News. And I wanted to talk about True News for a second because the guy is named Rick Wiles. And Rick Wiles is far-right host, and I'm actually gathering evidence 
about Satanism on the on the far right. Um, well, all over the right, actually. Uh, I did a program here on on Satanism and the radical left. I want to do Satanism on the right, hopefully um, in the next couple weeks. But I got an article here from Mediaite from Caleb Erkarma, October 23rd, 2019, far right TV host, a uh, host TV, Rick Wiles, if Trump is removed, his supports will hunt down Democrats. That's the headliner. And this is what he says. This is a quote from him. There's going to be violence in America. There are people in this country, veterans, cowboys, mountain men, guys who know how to fight. And they're going to make a decision that the people that did this to Donald Trump are not going to get away with it. And they're going to hunt them down. If these people in Washington think they are going to get away with it, it's not going to happen. The Trump supporters are going to hunt them down. It's going to happen, and this country is going to be plunged into darkness, and they brought it upon themselves because they won't back off. Folks, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. This man has murder in his heart. you got to be careful with some of these sources. And again, I'm, I'm pointing this out because a lot of people send me stuff from True News, and the fact of the matter is, they're playing into this. Just be very, very careful. Be very careful. I don't want to tell you how to think, but be very, very careful with some of this stuff. Again, from Mediate, from Charlie Nash, November 30th, 2020. The headliner is uh, far-right conspiracy theorist Rick Wiles predicts Trump administration is planning to execute Democrats and media traitors. Does that sound like the scenes of the French Revolution being repeated? What happened to the monarchy during the French Revolution? What happened to the aristocracy or the legislative branch, in a way, uh, during the French Revolution? What happened to the leaders during the French Revolution? They were killed. They were killed. And many, many others. Anybody basically who was, had the finger pointed at them went to the guillotine. And that's the type of rhetoric that this man is, is talking about. He's talking about a return to the French Revolution, which we are taught, which we are told will happen again here in the United States. And we can see it beginning to form. He says this, they're going to have a bunch of traitors. They're going to line them up against the wall and start shooting them because that's what they deserve. The Democrat, the Democrats, the news media, if the leftists, if the scientists, professors have been working secretly with the Chinese Communist Party, then line them up against a wall and shoot them. That's what you do with them. Now, treason is a capital punishment, I understand that, but the way this guy is saying it is, is just dangerous. It's very dangerous, and to me, as a Christian who is taught to um, turn the other cheek, I personally, um, knowing what's going to happen in prophecy, knowing the papacy and things like that, and knowing the evangelical world is going to unite with the papacy, and that will be a far right movement, this is dangerous rhetoric. Very dangerous. So be very, very careful, folks, who you choose to trust. But 
remember i haven't looked into his uh, education to see if he i'm not sure he could be jesuit trained he could be catholic but i mean think about even the people that trump has uh put into the supreme court and they all what did they do when texas had their their lawsuit nothing all roman catholics kavanaugh amy coney barrett all catholics folks catholics are everywhere and you have things like church militants that are pointing out the marxist stuff that's going on and you have people on the other side in the mainstream media pointing out that you know calling everybody racists and things it's so clear that a a very serious time is about to be upon us so we should we should try to redeem the time as much as possible and get right with God and have faith uh, that he might get us through day by day and strengthen us uh, and embolden us and pray for the loud cry. Pray for me and I will pray for you. I'm Cody Moore. You've been listening to Truth Triumphant Radio. God bless.